Let us rejoice. All right. Hallelujah. Christmas time is here. Say yes. Christmas time is here. But that was last week's episode. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I know we said we wanted to, you know, reflect on the year. And like, man, it's been A year. one crazy year. <laughs> this year was wild. Um, but I'm glad about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it was, it felt like a simulation. <laughs> like, Why you say that? It felt like it was like you were being, it's like create a player. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like it didn't feel like all the events that were taking place. It was like there was so much happening, so many things that were just thinking. And it just felt like you came out at the end a different person, different opportunities, <clears throat> different mind frames, different uh, faith. Um, everything is just different. Like I feel good even though it was a very interesting year. Uh, yeah, I think this year made made us more resilient. Oh, absolutely. Wiser. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, I don't know. Like, There's it, a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it, it was a, an amazing year, uh, to say the least. But, you know, there were so many lessons in this year. I think what's dope about our podcast is that we talk about things in real time. I think this time for sure. This season was this yeah, this season was full on real time stuff. This year, all the things that we discussed was like happening. Mm-hmm. So, um this is our twenty twenty three reflection. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What's going on everybody? We're your host Malcolm and Brittany Garrison, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So let's start with what were your expectations for twenty coming into 2023? Because I was looking for a notebook, obviously, because we moved. So I was looking for a notebook for you the other day. And I came across a ton of goals, like dating back to 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, I came across my 2023 goals. And I had put this on threads and Instagram yesterday that I looked over those goals and... I didn't accomplish any but three. Mm. And the three that I accomplished were all spiritual. Nothing was tangible. Nothing was a physical, like, I want to make this much money. I want to have this much podcast features. And I want this business to do this and this and that and that. All of those things, none of those things happened. All of my business goals, ambitions, and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff that had to do with monetary gain or influence and all that stuff, none of that stuff happened. The three goals that occurred, I mean, that were accomplished, all led back to God. It was like trusting him more. Mm. <laughs> trusting him more. That's what you wrote down as a goal? Why? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the question to explore. I know. Why you, why you made that as a goal, I think. But it was trusting him more. It was um, growing closer to him and becoming more connected. And then to join Change Church. I did have an expectation to to join um, to join change mm-hmm. this year. Um, I didn't know about Maiden until when was it April of no it was this January because my my mom was January here. yeah so I had I had expected to become uh, a Maiden man within the church 
and I got that goal accomplished. Um, I, I had a lot of expectation when it came to career, mm-hmm. um, capital, um, relationship. Um, I had some expectations of us, you know, doing more for us mm-hmm. uh, this year. And <laughs> <laughs> the do more we did. <clears throat> Turn into the do more that we did led to a, a child, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hadn't expected that you know us to take you know time away. Yeah, um, this this year, uh, and then getting pregnant. Obviously, that was like one of the things that was thrown in there. Little monkey wrench. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, obviously, a blessing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely did not expect it. Let's say that That's we both didn't. I agree. We both did not expect it. I'm glad we got that out of the way because you know it's crazy. We we spoke it. We did though. We said we wanted to be done having kids by 31, 32, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. Amen. <laughs> all that's here. <laughs> Would be. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I feel like I feel like it was interesting because I don't I don't recall making such spiritual goals um, prior to this year. Um, and I think it's because of how 2022 ended up like 2022 just shaped up to be a very strange year. Um, but so coming into 23, I'm like, all right, <laughs> last year was crazy. The year before that I had a baby. And so I'm like, this got to be, I don't, I don't like, I don't like a my year type thing, but mm-hmm. I just had expectations for like, you know, trying new things. Oh, what happened at the end of 2022 was I left network marketing. So this oh, is like that's a right. whole new that's right. world for me. And that's exactly what 2023 felt like. That's why I said it felt like creating a new player, like mm. in your entire life, because there's nothing about me that I can um, equate to who I was in 2022. And there's nothing about me at the end of 2023 that is comparable to who I was at the top of 2023. Right. I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was um, dealing with an identity shift and um, um, really fully letting go of something Mm -hmm. that I loved and that I was thriving in. Um, I think I had a lot of restoration in my heart and in my spirit in this year, but that came with a lot of work, like a lot of relinquishing control. That's why it was interesting to come back across. And I think that, let me say, if you haven't already, luckily for you, this is going to come out on the Tuesday prior to the new year. But if you haven't already, like we've been very big on goal setting for years. Um, and, um, a lot of them have come true. A lot of them have, um, not come to pass or whatever. Some of them were still, um, in pursuit of from years ago. However, I can say that I always know that things are more attainable if they are written down, Mm -hmm. if they are made clear. And if you decide to, um, if you write them down, you're more than likely developing a plan toward what you want to accomplish and we've been very very serious about our um our growth and where we want to be and where we see ourselves um and our family and our marriage year after year our businesses all that stuff like that and so it was interesting to go back and look and if you don't write them down you don't have an opportunity to go see what you said and see where you've come and see how far you've come and you know this was the first year that I looked at my goals and I wasn't upset at what I didn't accomplish I was more excited about what I was good. What was good this year? Mm. Because those are the things that were more necessary. I can always make more money. I can always build more businesses. I can always mm-hmm. do that stuff. And that is the core of who I am. The core of who I am is an, an accomplisher. I like to accomplish things and do things. And so going back and seeing that the goals that were accomplished were all spiritual, were all 
um, you know, in regards to my growth with God, my growth with the Lord, my growth in my relationship with him, my growth. in I feel like that's what brought me peace in 2023. What do you think God was telling you in that? That you need to trust me. That realization. That you need to, you need to get back to the core of how you got all the things, how you accomplished all the things, how you became who you were. But when in, in the midst of the becoming of who you became, it's like you forgot me within that. And that's why you're having an identity crisis. That's why you don't understand who you are. Mm-hmm. That's why you feel like I'm a failure or I'm not doing anything and all that stuff because you're, everything about you is wrapped up in what you're doing and not who I've called you to be. And so even in like the business that I'm, I'm building now, like there's a, a model in which it's compensated that has allowed me to work longer than I've been compensated, mm-hmm. which show it show it, it kind of detaches that whole, we've talked about it multiple times this season, the season before and the season before that about detaching from money. And I think just the way that that was presented to me and put into my lap and the way things shaped up and when it got started and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all the things that happened, the, the things that I had to push through, it's like, yo, your level of trust is in yourself comes from your level of trust in me. You know what I mean? You have, de- I've developed a different level of belief and confidence in my abilities because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not in regards to what I'm doing. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And because I understand more of who I am and obviously I'm not, I don't know me in total, but I've learned so much more about me through a lot of 2023. I think, yeah, facts. I think we've become way more self-aware this year. Um, I think for one to better us Mm -hmm. as people like, you know, but becoming more self-aware, just um, becoming more accountable of, you know, what you've gone through, what you've gone through in the past that might have shaped you. I know I dealt with that a lot this year. Like how so? Self the self um realization or, you know, self evaluation because of my pursuit of what I'm trying to do, uh, mm-hmm. career wise, you know what I'm saying? And it did require a certain level of self sacrifice, but also self evaluation and understanding me as a person. Right. I had to do deep diving into who I am as a person, what shapes me, what um, what motivates me, what, you know what I'm saying, what what demotivates me, all these different things. Now, I just, I just think I, um, one this year was was dedicated on me mastering, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had to learn patience this year um, and give myself grace because I'm not a patient person, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? So the things I want, if I want it, I want it right now. Like, I need to find a way to get it right now. And that's not what this year required, even though I felt like it required it. Mm -hmm. And I had to really, like, focus on myself and focus on what I wanted to do. This was the year I actually found out what I wanted to do. I can agree. You know what I'm saying? And it was, uh, that was a revelation. Mm -hmm. That was was really big because the year prior. We had no clue, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We had no clue. And then same for you. Um, things just falling in your lap, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and it being purposeful, I think this year was a was a big learning lesson of so many things like that, like purpose and, and patience. Yeah. And I just had to... Um, and grit. And grit, for sure Persistence. grit. For sure grit and persistence. Uh, this was the first year we dealt with job loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As as a, a married couple, that in itself uh, can can weigh on you. That can be stressful. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? That could be stressful on both um both um parties. So learning how to navigate through stuff times like that. Mm-hmm. I think made made for resiliency in this season for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think support. Like we were having a conversation yeah. last night with some of our friends in regards to like the teamwork of what marriage is. Mm-hmm. And I think so often because of the type of podcasts that are out these days and mm-hmm. um just conversations in regards to being in marriages, I don't think there's enough conversation around how much you truly have to work as a unit mm-hmm. because everybody one of you is we we one of you is never always down and the other one is never always up. Like you, there's always these ebbs of flow, ebbs and flows that come within a marriage as well mm-hmm. that you're having to tackle life as individuals, but also as a unit. You know what I mean? Like so, how how does job loss affect um, our parenting? How does job loss affect our relationship? How does job loss respect uh, reflect? Uh, how does job loss affect how we communicate with each other? Like how do we communicate our frustrations? How do we communicate um, our our sadness? How do we communicate yeah. um, the expectations that were had? How do we communicate around grief? Um, mm-hmm. We've been having like I just feel like this year has been. And I, I even talk about, I tell one of my friends, like, I feel like I have had to, I am developing like even a new layer of being a wife, mm-hmm. you know, with just some of the stuff that we've dealt with personally, obviously, like with family and all that kind of stuff like that. Like, how do I become this next version? Like, what does this next version of wifehood actually require of me to still be your teammate, um, but support you in the ways that you need to be supported, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and yeah, I, I just think it's a very, it was very self-reflective. How do you feel like um, our marriage has, I guess, grown or, you know, what do you think I, this I year think, did for um, that? <clears throat> I think, I think this year for our marriage wise, I think for us, deep diving in the self work kind of mm-hmm. made made for better communication amongst us and understanding of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are still obviously a work in progress with that, but I of think course. we communicated much better this year mm-hmm. than we've had before in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not that lingering of if somebody's upset and not say nothing. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, I think we created a space in our marriage now where we can have tough conversations if we need to shout out to the podcast podcast create some of that too mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying which is dope but um, yeah I think as far as our relationship we've our teamwork has uh, I think increased even more so you oh, know what sure. I'm saying it's already it was already uh, there I think that was the foundation of our relationship in, in the first place mm-hmm. but I think we we uh, we matured a lot yeah um, this year, just we're dealing with so many different things, and <laughs> having two kids, My it God. really requires uh, teamwork. When I listen to some of these podcasts, and I, and I hear, you know, men and women talking about, you know, what they're not going to do, what they want, what they don't want, mm-hmm. and I just sit there and I'm like, man, you, you, there's immaturity still there because you have no idea what you're signing up for when you when it comes to you marrying somebody for life. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're taking the ebbs and the flows. You're taking good and the bad. You're taking everything. And you can't run out at the first sign of, trouble. you know what I'm saying, trouble or anything. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, anything that you may that you may experience. So when I hear some of these things, of these takes that people be having, I'm like, there's still a lot of maturity 
left in that person before they make a life changing decision like that because yeah. um it does require a, a level of selflessness man on both sides yeah, you know what i'm sure. saying and then uh you throw kids in the mix my god and you throw multiple kids in the mix my god again <laughs> <laughs> your your level of patience level of selflessness it, it has to go to another level mm-hmm. and your level of understanding and grace and giving your partner grace giving your children grace giving yourself grace yeah all these different things now have to come into play and can you handle that emotional toll can mm-hmm. you handle that can you handle changes abrupt changes oh my gosh and i think <laughs> i think that's where teamwork really does actually come into play because it's like if you i always use basketball analogies but when you look at sports like if there there's a play where people are good there's plays when that we mess up there's mm-hmm. plays when there's turnovers there's plays where you know we're, we're scoring we're on offense there's plays where we have to be on defense there's plays that we have to play together because there's another opponent like the mm-hmm. opponent is better than one of us you know what i mean and so when you look at that it's like yo okay how do you handle this attack how do you handle this success how do you handle transitioning into new careers how do you handle supporting like we had a conversation the other day and we're talking about like literally just having a dialogue around should you do something and hey if you don't want to do that i support that if you want to do that I support that too. Mm-hmm. And then we haven't, you're like, well, what do you think? Like, why do you think this? Like, what about this? Can you express to me about the thoughts and feelings? And I'm like, well, I, based off of your goals of what I know you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. these are the ways that I feel like said thing will push you towards what you want. And, but if that's not what you want to do to get to where you want to go, that's okay too. But do you think now that's a longer route? Like these are the conversations that we've been able to have as of recently, mm-hmm. um, you know, but even in like the insurance business and like you being like, okay, what, when I'm saying like, Hey, here's, here's a clear path. Like this, I have a very clear path of my 2024 goals for business. Mm-hmm but this is what I feel like is going to require of me. And I can appreciate like your support in that and saying, if you feel like you can knock that out doing this mm-hmm. and you can reach this goal and da 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 da, here's how I'm going to have your back so mm-hmm. that, you know, we can do that. And I think that comes with communicate, communicative maturity. Yeah. You know, being able to say what we need and say what we want or say what our expectations are and how can you handle that? Will that be too much on you? Mm-hmm. If it if this business and moment, I remember one time you actually uh, like, would it be too much on me um, with the boys? And I said, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the honest answer. I was mm-hmm. like, probably so. Um, I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I all I can do is is cross that bridge when I get there. But at least we're both self aware enough to know like it may some things may be a lot. Some things. Um, can be handled you know what i'm saying some some things we might need to fix this we might need to change this (laughs) up you know what i'm saying well hopefully hopefully our one little play (laughs) for the new year works we are thinking about child care well we have decided on we are not thinking about it no more katie gotta go to school y'all yeah katie definitely gotta go to school and even that like that's gonna be a transition you know what i mean yeah that's gonna be a change right there that's gonna be a huge change for this whole family and i think I, i think it's you know, it's interesting going to a church that's called change because <laughs> it's almost like you throw yourself in the inevitability that things are going to be constantly changing for you. Mm-hmm. And I believe, thank you to our pastor, Darius Daniels, to it's like he equips us unknowing. I'm sure he knows, but 
he doesn't really I don't know if he realized the magnitude of how much the messaging is like literal literally tools for life mm-hmm. tools for our life but it's in 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 the moment you know what i mean yeah. of how we can accomplish what we want to accomplish how we can combat against what we have to combat against and how we can grow through what we need to grow through yeah. um and i think that job has really been a pivotal because it's been over a year now that we've been going to church can't wait to get back to church oh my God. <laughs> physical church um but it's been over a year now that we've been in, in attendance and under his you know tutelage and i think it has been so pivotal to those changes that we've discussed that have taken place over this year um because a lot of them for me had to do with like unhardening my heart towards just so many things um so many expectations that were had for um the business that we were in you know what i mean like you just have the when you're on a trajectory and things are just moving forward always mm-hmm. you know i just i just was never prepared for it to change yeah and i think definitely. that change really really had me in a rut for a long time um from a mental standpoint from a um business standpoint an operational standpoint but also just like a, a belief standpoint in myself where i question a lot of ability um just because i'm like yo will it all come crumbling down yet again mm-hmm. you know but it's like you don't want to go into anything thinking that about that old thing you right know yeah saying? exactly you know so um i definitely think a lot of his, a lot of the sermons that he had this year and that we sat under it like caused you to do a lot of hard work to yeah, remove I that. that i can see that for sure i am free <laughs> what what do you think like being in the insurance world, what what has it taught you this year? It has taught me patience. Mm. Has- our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. It's taught me a lot of perseverance. It has taught me um is it's taught me a lot of empathy. Um because when you're thinking about one life insurance you're talking about people's lives, like them considering something ever happening to them. So it does yeah. it does require you to be a lot more sensitive than the business I was in before. Like I was telling you, um, there's been just a lot of random people passing, um, yeah. not people that I know. Uh, my my great aunt passed this year, but um, there's been like just so many. I see so many people just R I P R I P R I P. Like so it's been some of my brother's friends, some of my um, friends' colleagues, like just crazy, mm-hmm. and you know in my prior business there was always a way to sell what you do 
yeah. at somebody else, not at somebody else's demise. But like, if you think about COVID, like we were going crazy on Forex because people needed it. But it was like the approach was if you were already learning how to multiply your money or if you you could take control of your life, you letting them you letting your job control you like that was the approach. Yeah, it was and really, it's, it's called really me cringy. to be a lot more sensitive because it's like I, I wholeheartedly am always reminded of things like life insurance, always reminded of things like health insurance because of the entertainment space and a lot of people not taking care of themselves because they don't know their options um, because I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't use that moment to like, and this is why you need life insurance because no man knows the day and all the hour. Like yeah, those yeah, things be really a thousand cringy. percent true. But that's not, is that the time to say it? Yeah, you know, it's not So I've been time. a lot more sensitive to that. I've been a lot more, um, I've been a lot more focused on how my approach to social media would be. Mm-hmm. Um, because one, I thank the Lord that what I do does not require me to have to do that, to yeah. have to be the, the, the social media guru. You know what I mean? But there are so many things that I've learned. I think I've also, it's made me a lot more studious to mm-hmm. learn about the, industry of health insurance like the stuff that i used to have to call my mom about when picking health insurance plans for jobs mm-hmm. it's like now i understand and i just i i take pride in being a person that can explain the stuff that i never understood to somebody else mm-hmm. in regards to life insurance in regards to health insurance for sure hmos versus ppos or well what's the deductible or what's what's the co-insurance like what does all this stuff mean and there's so many people that don't understand it i take so much pride in being the person that can explain it and help people get the level of understanding that we need, that we need yeah. um because that stuff is hard to understand it's not that it simple it's not it's really not that simple it's not and so there's so many people that are either in bad plans or you don't understand your plan even there have been people that i might be like why were you in the office for so long did you make did you did you get the client i'm like oh no i couldn't they were already in the best plan integrity yeah character has come into like like it's all of those things i've definitely seen that that you know in my private life, like, yo, a sale is a sale. However, I got to get it, I got to get it. But now it's in a safe, like, like, why would I put somebody in a predicament that's not the best for them? And sometimes it, it, it means leaving money on the table because you're not trying to find a backdoor way to do something right. that's not beneficial for the client. And um, so I can appreciate this level of business. I think it's taking my, taking my business self, like the business version of me and the way that I do business, the way that I want to help people do business. Um, I think it's just taking me to a whole nother level um, of how I would operate. Um, I've had to, like those statements our pastor has made, like the person that you're looking for is you. Mm-hmm. I I believe that wholeheartedly because a lot of the stuff that I, I am doing in the space, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I am doing in the space, um, a lot of people do one or the other or a piece of it or they do it a certain way. The way that I'm building it, the way that I'm doing it, it's it's not done by most people. So like, I can get you to teach me this, you to teach me that, you to teach me this, but the way that I'm doing it, it requires me to be me. Right. I have to be me because I'm going to be the person that's trailblazing um, a specific path in this space. And so I love that for me because I think this is what I needed. This is what I was longing for is a sense of purpose. But also, what can I do to be the best me? I have so many skill sets um, and and being focused Mm-hmm. because there have been so many other opportunities that have come up and they're great opportunities, but being so locked in on what I see and what I believe that I was called to um, and what I believe God gave me, mm. you know what I mean? Because it wasn't until I had this that all other stuff started coming. You know what I mean? It's um, funny how that happens though. Yeah. And it, and that was before it was 
public knowledge and everything. So, um, Mm -hmm. but it's more so like just being able to, um, navigate my level of focus to be so sure on my vehicle and so sure on myself that nothing else matters. There's no other opportunity that you can bring me. Now I will be happy to serve whatever in whatever capacity I can to educate people, even in other sectors or back in, if it's back in network marketing, if it's with a sales team, whatever it is, I want to educate people on health and healthcare. I want to educate people on life insurance, IULs and annuities and what to do with the money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause that's information that we didn't have and, and that you don't have to be an entrepreneur that doesn't have any healthcare just because you're an entrepreneur does not mean you have to go be out here. <laughs> what? Yeah, being out here a, with with a hole in your tooth. That's I'm crying. Somebody put up on one of my posts when I was talking about <laughs> dental insurance. <laughs> it's like too many BBLs out here and not enough side that, teeth. That joint was so funny. That joint had me so weak. But you think about it, like how many people are just I just gotta go deal with it. I haven't had a cleaning in years and da 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 da. Just because you don't know mm. that you can, I can get you a plan for a dental plan that'll cost you eighteen dollars a month right. just for routine cleanings. Like, people don't know they don't know unfortunately we don't know what we don't know because i used to be out the know yeah and so yeah what would you say um i think i think uh money management fund management or whatever you want to call it growing capital um it, it requires a certain level of discipline and what I, what I learned is that if you're not disciplined in your life um, it has an it has a direct effect on your performance, mm-hmm. and that could be in any sector that you're in. Mm-hmm. So the second that I I decided, okay, there's certain habits that I have to do, even when I don't want to do them. That's going to make for a better performance at the end of the day, right? And changing the expectation, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like changing changing my expectation of what I'm looking for. Uh, has helped me, you know, one, not not just accomplish the goals I'm trying to accomplish, but also keep a level head. Mm-hmm. Because in this industry, in, in this industry, there's so much, there's so much falsehood, you know what I'm saying? There's so mm-hmm. much fake, fake stuff that goes on. And there's so much misinformation out there that it's very easy to get caught up in what you see online and what you see uh, other people doing. Mm-hmm. But it taught me to, okay, what... What do you do well? What is your personality? What What is the best strategy that suits your personality and stuff like that? that and, and and cater to that. Everything else on the outside doesn't matter. You have to have a blinder on. And uh, discipline aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why this is why I do push-ups in front of the boys so they can see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a daily habit that that should be a part of your daily habit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and creating that discipline, like all these different things affect you in your life, whether you know it directly or indirectly. Right. Um, so it it, def- it definitely taught me that. But it, I mean, I think one of the biggest things is definitely patience. Obviously, like it's a journey. It's not it's not a one year thing. I'm thinking 10 years down the line. Yo, me too. And most people, they're thinking from, you know, one year to the next or one month to the next. And I'm playing the long game. Yeah. And I think that's what brings longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what brings f- professionalism, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that's what I had to decide on. Like, what do you want? Do you want right now results? Do you want long-term in the game for a while results? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's, that's kind of the approach I took this year. Yeah, I agree. I think all of the goals that I have from a career standpoint, um, 
are are goals that run till I'm 40. Mm. Like 40, like 35 and 40 are like my first real benchmarks. That's um, nice. Just because, like obviously, and each year is just a stepping stone to those versus, you know, just like focusing on, like my first benchmark, I, I lied, my first benchmark is 2025, October 2025, because that will be two years since I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, And then it'll be age 35 and then um, going into 40. Because I just feel like, I, I don't feel like I've ever given myself enough room, you know what I mean, to accomplish yeah. stuff. I think when you put it out that far, you know, and not that it's going to take that long, but what I'm saying, not saying that it's going to take that long to accomplish the goals, but th- I want to be doing this when I'm 40. Yeah. I wanted it to be, I wanted to get involved in something that I felt like I could do for the next couple decades of my life. Right. You know, happily. Happily, yeah. Happily and not want to quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um definitely feel that so let's talk 2024 expectations 2024 expectations i think um i think we're expecting this to be um a very very uh i don't know you gonna say productive year it's gonna be a busy year it's gonna be a busy year that's for one yeah i'm expecting a very very busy year especially the first quarter oh yeah um i'm expecting um you know very very busy and you know a lot of stuff going on yeah um, I I just I expect us to get to another space in life that we can reflect on and be like, yo, like we laid the groundwork. Yeah, we did the work again, mm-hmm. and it worked again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think uh, I have the expectations. Obviously, you know, career wise, of you know, creating a level of of stability within the within the uh, capital that I, that I acquired this year, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm expecting a big year from that. I'm expecting a big year for myself. Um, I'm, I, I'm expecting to get licensed in, in multiple different things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's a it's a it's going to be a very focused year. Yeah. I would say. I for think me. this is the, like you said. I think it's a groundwork year, and we've both already decided that. Like you know, <laughs> we were putting ourselves on a a two year a two year. Uh, building yeah um phase because we've done this before you know what i mean um with our first running business we really 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 went stupid hard for two years two years straight yeah without looking up Mm -hmm. without looking up and so i think now is the time obviously our kids are young one is about to go into child care um and one is a baby now is the time you know so that when the other one is about to go child care yeah i feel like this is our sweet spot to really like grind Mm -hmm. um at, at the capacity that we can with two kids. So I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to continue to grow in our marriage and um, get some time to us. That is a priority for me this year is for us to get some time yeah, for, sure. for us and get some time to us. So I've already tried to, I'm already in coordination with my parents on when they're going to watch these kids. I'm crying. It <laughs> might not be for our anniversary. It might not be for one of our birthdays. It's going to be a, what, is, what are y'all celebrating? We celebrating August. Yeah, we just, you know, we just doing we're, something. We're just doing something because that is a priority for me, like, to get back to us. Um, I don't want it to take as long as it took us with our first child um, to get back to who we were um, mm-hmm. before we had kids as well as. Like date nights and stuff one. like yeah, that. Like, that's that a stuff. big, that's a big expectation this year. Like, consistently having the date nights that we, that we put on the calendar for ourselves. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and being able to do that um, in whatever capacity that looks like. Yeah, because it's definitely different, you know, with two kids, and, and I think and no family, and no and, family. And you know what? That that is a little 
I, I guess we can we can get into that probably later in right. another season. But like how that how that dynamic is like not having family close by, mm-hmm. but still trying to maintain your marriage. You know what I'm that saying? What, y'all remember that? Make sure in y'all hold us to that episode. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's definitely a deep topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, what about your expectation? I'm the one who brought this up. Well, what? what? The expectation for our marriage? No, 2024. Oh, 2024. I like, I already talked about my career goals. Like, yeah. um, I just want to be the best Britney I can be. I want to be back at my high level of achieving but I also want to still it's like I want to build there's a version of me I see in my head right now Okay, that I want to make sure I pour into the one that is not multifaceted focused on the goal at hand for her business but also a very present mother very present wife very present daughter very present sister like I don't want to feel like I have to choose this time Mm. right but I did choose the first quarter. <laughs> I did choose the first quarter to be like one of the hard. It's probably going to be first and fourth quarter, but mm-hmm. the hardest I'm going to make sure I go. But it it would doing that in that period of time would now allow me to be free up and be focused on just family or focus on just my, you know, being your support, you know, and, and all that stuff like that. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, I have, like I said, huge expectations for career wise, but really my priority is getting back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, growing the podcast, of course, we want to see a ton of um, growth here, influence um, developing and getting more opportunities to share. That was you making noise. You touching it. Oh, my fault. I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> my you bad. Know, I just wanna I just wanna continue to grow. <laughs> I just wanna continue to grow in every aspect of what we do and how we do it and you know, I love the podcast. Um I think it is a wonderful outlet. It definitely I yeah, I definitely think it's a dope outlet and I needed I needed outlet, honestly. Yeah, no, for sure. But you you'd be surprised how many people, you know, tell us about episodes that we don't even know, like is is it a good topic or is you know what I'm <laughs> the saying? ones we'd be like that was ter- that was trash. <laughs> be the ones that people like yeah that episode really yeah, but it'd be the most impactful exactly or the most relatable that people have uh, been going through. So and I think that's all I want to be is continue to be relatable, continue to make an impact. Um, I don't think it's so much about being an influencer or becoming you know a celebrity like none of that is the like I want to continue to be impactful and be relevant to um, what people are dealing with, but giving them that out let the same way we feel like we have it um by doing what we're doing so um yeah i just want to continue to grow honestly yeah i don't have i feel like i don't have heavy expectations like and i want to be in some great effing shape i feel that i am definitely putting a priority i know they'd be like moms don't need to focus on getting back like no why do they say that i don't know that's that's crazy i don't know well i mean i think it's it's based on your goals but for sure for me like i want to be healthy i want to make sure that i'm around for my kids but i also want to i think being around for your family also comes with how you feel about yourself i don't feel like myself in this body Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i don't feel like myself i just want to get back to myself i'm okay with doing the work to do that i'm okay with that work taking time i'm mm-hmm. okay with that you know what i'm saying like but exercise has always been a priority in our lives you know what i mean correct um 
and we let that slack when we were in business. And when we stopped letting that slack, we both got back in the gym and I got pregnant. That's how we got there the first time. You know, I was fine. <laughs> My body was bodying. Clean. You know what I'm saying? It was because it's different when you start really getting intentional about that. So I want to be intentional about health, obviously eating right and making sure that, you know, we're just doing the right things that we do it, control what we control. That's I'm not, literally I am it. not in a place where I'm like, it better go this way. Like, no. What's it? That? My joint working? You're fine. You gave me? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not in a place where I'm like, so I got this year on a chokehold because <laughs> what this year showed, what 2023 showed me is that no matter, I started the year at the Grammys and I thought this year was about to be crazy. Yo, this is yo. The fact that it did start the Grammys that was the beginning of my year. The gra- we went to the the Grammys was February the fifth. Yeah. And I was pregnant by February the seventh. Thanks to the Grammys. You know, you know, but when you have that random situation happen the way it happened, it was random, but it wasn't random. The Lord had that on his mind. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying the way that that came about, like doing something like that, like I thought this year was about to go bananas. Mm -hmm. I'm about to be on the Super Bowl. I'm crying. to be on everything that's so funny you know what i'm saying and then i got pregnant so it's like what was the intent of all of the things and the way that god set it up it was to set me up to show me like look i have more for you but i also need you to relax i need you to get still be still get close get clear Mm. so i can put you in those but put you in the position that you need to be in and the things that i have for you and that's ultimately what what god wants for me that's what i want for me right i like that that's why i got the year in a chokehold you said what? That's why I don't have twenty twenty four in the chokehold. Oh because yeah. Because this year showed me that you can plan everything. Out. You can have every because you know you know we had everything to a T. Yeah, we had plans to a T. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Plans don't ever don't typically always go as planned, but if they do, they do. If they don't, just be flexible. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what this year definitely taught me. For sure, flexibility. To but be it was flexible. Like, even though it didn't go the way that it, we thought it would go, it went the way it was supposed to, and it was better than what we expected. Yeah. In this, like, I mean, I wouldn't want this year to have not. Yeah, was well, if you replay it back, it's like everything had to have happened the way it happened for it to set up the way it has set up. You know could what I'm saying? Really, I mean, could you even think about going into 2024 without another kid? No. Like, I you know can't what I'm even think of life without him. Without exactly. Both of them, you know what it, I'm saying? So, you're right. It, everything was everything. And I'm so glad we did it by 31. My Because, <laughs> boy, when I'm 40 and they in school all day. Man, that's great. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's going to be amazing. And my balls will be chopped. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we'll be all right. But we pray that you all have a prosperous 2024. Everything that you set out to do, everything that you want to do, and everything that God has for you, you know, we just stand in agreement with you that it'll all come to pass. Yeah. Oh, uh, is that like a prayer or something? What were you doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was that? I'm crying. <laughs> what were you doing? It's funny. Well, I didn't know if you was like you just sound like you burst out into prayer. But I, I guess I did, but I mean, if was, you pray, if you if you want to just receive that, if that's you know whatever. I mean, I don't necessarily have a life lesson. I feel like that's what we just kind of did the whole episode. Yeah, I think I think you, yeah, I think you just said a life lesson for real. Um, but, but yeah, like you know, may all the things that you desire come true. And Christmas is tomorrow. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait too. It's just, I mean, see the, see the joy on Caden's face and, you know, Kendrick 
phase two. He don't know what's going on, but it's all right. At least he's happy. He's going to be happy. At least, he's going to you know? be smiling regardless. He already wants to crawl. He does. He's already sitting up, y'all. He literally was sitting up out of my lap by himself. It's so crazy. He's a superpower. He's a super baby. And you said, you, did you say you was looking up tickets for? Um, oh, yeah. Let's go see The Color Purple tomorrow. The movies. Y'all go see The Color Purple. As, are you an advocate? Is that why you're in purple today? No, I hadn't even thought about that. That's crazy. <laughs> pay him. Right. Colorful, pay me. <laughs> but yes, that's, that's, we're going to go see the color purple. We hope with two kids, we'll see what the hell that's going to be like. Yeah, that'll be a story um, in itself anyway. Jesus, help us. We'll see. Um, and also, we're not going to forget to plug that if you are looking for affordable health care and you're still looking, um, open enrollment for January start dates doesn't end until December 31st. And then January... Nice. Doesn't end until January fifteenth, and you'll have a start date for February first. So, you know, look. Obviously, we could put a hundred and seventy ads in this journal if we wanted to, but I'd rather just tell y'all what's up. Like, hit me up. You already know four seven zero seven seven five nine four five five. Call me, beat me if you need to reach me, and we'll see y'all in twenty twenty four, bro. See y'all.